Alex. Hello. This is Gay As In. We're here. We're queer. We've got shit to say. Um, but, um, we got, we got some stuff. We do have shit to say today, don't we? So fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think today we're just going to kind of, we're probably just going to be a little rambly, which is really no different than any other episode. Any other episode I can speak English. But um, I think that uh, a good idea would be do kind of like super fun meet and greets that um, specifically you, Alex, have done because I've only accidentally met people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we're talking about like meet and greets, I I think we're specifically talking about um, going to like concerts and, and shows and stuff and doing those kinds of meet and greets. I don't know if you've ever been to like book signings too, I guess. Nope, never. But also, oh. um, happy 40th birthday to Tegan and Sarah. And I saw that it, is it your birthday today? Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I share a birthday with the Quins. Yeah. That must be pretty nice. It's a pretty gay birthday. It is very gay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're almost 10 years older than me, but they are not quite. It's 11 years, but, you know. So, so are you actually 29 today? I'm actually 29 today, yes. <laughs> because we keep joking about how close you are to 30, and I just wanted to make sure, because I think I I had this conversation with um, with a couple of our friends, because we weren't sure. <laughs> yeah, I actually wasn't quite sure. Like, I um, was thinking about it, like, last month, and I was like, someone asked me how old I was going to be, and I was like, 30, and I was like, 29? 30? 29? I don't actually know. <laughs> and then I had to think about well, it. Well, you've got one more year. Yes. My cousin actually <laughs> texted me and was like, um, I don't even think she said happy birthday. She was like, hey, you're one one more year away from being a decade older. And I was like, ha, huh, fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that's how numbers work. <laughs> that's how they work in our family. We don't do numbers. We don't do numbers. But yes, happy birthday to the Quins. And... Um, they are your fave, so I don't know yes, if you want. They, they're they're like they're like a pair of my faves. A pair of faves, pair. Yeah, pair of I faves. mean they aren't. I don't know if if no one told you this, but uh, Tegan and Sarah are two different people. It's not just one person named Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> so that that is definitely understand. Well, okay, so people, everyone thinks that Lucius is one person. Um, when they are two separate, completely different people, and they're not related, and no, they don't even look alike. Yes, they dress alike and try to look alike, but they look nothing like each other. But Tegan and Sarah are actually sisters, and they are actually twins, and they are actually two people. So, but it would be funny. It would be funny if the band was called Tegan and Sarah, and it was just one person. It's like, yeah, the whole name is Tegan. Like, the whole first name of this person is Tegan and Sarah. (laughs) One word, no spaces. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know that people get them, people do get them confused a lot, and I think when I first started listening to them, I had a hard time telling them apart, but now if I, like, look at a picture, I can tell you with, like, 99.9% confidence. Well, that's, um, that's because you, like, who. you know, like, like, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you the differences in their voice or their, just visually, I couldn't, like, their appearance, yeah. I couldn't tell you, but um, you also, like they are your jam so yeah I I do have to say that like while they are my jam um and I'll probably like it more as I listen to it more is that like I like while I love the concept for 
hey, I'm just like you. Um, I've only listened to the record, like, maybe ten times. Um, and I'm wondering, I'm trying to remember, like, what else came out around that time period that would have, like, um, affected me listening to it. Because, again, I, like, the concept that they took these songs that they wrote when they were in their teens and then just punched them up a bit. Like, I, I think that they didn't, I don't think that they actually changed anything lyrically. It's just that they might have changed some of, like, the arrangements mm-hmm. and, like, what the sound would be. But, I like, I love that concept and... I just don't know why the the album didn't resonate with me as much as like other albums. I still appreciate them as artists and I think that they they seem like wonderful people. Well, you've met them several times, so Yep. Um so let's talk about your Zoloft tattoo first. First and foremost, <laughs> my Zoloft tattoo. I yeah, so for anybody <laughs> listening who who doesn't actually <laughs> know me, um I have All right, so um, back when Tegan and Sarah were touring for Heartthrob, something that they would do is have a, like, a mailbox, like a postal box out at the merch table. So if you brought self-addressed stamped postcards, um, they would write a message to you and, and send it back to you, which I thought was super cool. So I, I did take advantage of that on one of the tour dates. How, how um, old were you when this was? Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, I think that I might have been somewhere in the the eighteen to twenty range. So you were I just like. coming out, like because you said you came out to yeah. your dad at eighteen. So you're like just coming out. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the timeline, like the grand scheme of things, I I think that that's accurate. Um, I think like it's like I had just come out to myself when I was like. 14, 15, mm. and then, like, had the, the, the years-long process of, like, being able to tell people that I know in real life <laughs> that real I was gay. Um, yeah, so with that postcard, I I attached, like, a sticky note, and I, I wrote a quick note to Tegan and Sarah, um, because the first, Tegan and, the first couple of Tegan and Sarah shows that I went to, um, my mom came with me. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to, had to clear the, the old throat here. Um, <laughs> But my mom came with me to the first couple of Tegan and Sarah shows that I went to, and she actually did like the music, and it wasn't just just for me. But the thing is, is that like having her with me and seeing two queer women on stage performing and having like a successful career um, helped me come out. Um, it, it gave me like a sense of confidence that like oh like you know being gay isn't isn't so bad. Like it, it's it's doable, and my life won't be ruined by it. Um, and having my mom, like, see the crowd as well and just see, like, the number of people who are coming out to support Deacon and Sarah and all of that, it, it just, it made me feel a lot better. So I basically took that and put it into a note to Deacon and Sarah just saying, like, thank you for everything that you do. Um, and so when they wrote back to me, they wrote, like, a really sweet note that was like, oh, we're, like, so glad that we could help you be yourself. Um, we've always got your back. And they, I, I think it was Sarah who wrote, drew, drew this, like, smiley face um, on the postcard and my first tattoo was that smiley face, but your cousin, Amanda, thought that my tattoo on my arm was the Zoloft smiley face <laughs> from those commercials. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really, it's really very funny. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember her being like, is that a, is that a Zoloft tattoo that you have on your arm? <laughs> I'm like super into antidepressants. <laughs> it's my shit, yo. <laughs> 
I really support antidepressants and everything that they do, so I'm gonna get a Zoloft tattoo. <laughs> I mean, I do support antidepressants, and if they work for people, that's super good, but that is not the, that is not the tattoo. <laughs> I think that's why Erica and Lydia, um, I think that's why their name is Lyrica, because they also are just so happy about what antidepressants do for the community that they're like, we're gonna name ourselves Lyrica. We're, you know what? We're gonna join our friend Alex with her Zoloft tattoo and just get right in there. Yeah. But yeah, so so my first tattoo was a, a Tegan and Sarah inspired tattoo. And like, I, I wouldn't have gotten it if I didn't think that they were kind people trying to do good things because I would be so upset if I got, like, a tattoo inspired by somebody who ended up being a garbage person. Yeah, that's actually, because, like, I have I have two Brandy tattoos, and, like, I thought about, like, yeah, it's something that's going to be on the body for your, on your body for the rest of your life, and I was like, you know what, like, even, like, let's say, like, um, like, I stop, you know, what if I, like, stop completely, like, listening to her music, like, what if she goes into a different, like, because, I mean, she is starting to graduate more towards country, and I don't like country, so maybe, maybe one day... I'm going to be like, this isn't for me anymore, but I can always, I am always appreciate her as a person because I think she's just a fantastic person. And, um, so it's, and the, the message on my arm too, is like, even if it doesn't have any connection with the song, um, it's still a good little message to have on your body. So I think that's, you know, I, I did put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. I like my, my thought process was, you know, even, even if I don't like their music in the future, which is, that's not really the case. It's just that I, I haven't been listening as much. I, I always like kind of like loop around in terms mm -hmm. of what I'm listening to where like, I feel like even seasonally stuff connects differently and all of that. Um, but like, I, I've got confidence that, you know, they're very good people yeah. and also, you know, just how much they meant to me in the span of like, you know, Ten, the 10 years I mean I've been listening to them for longer but at that point like I had been listening to them for like 10 years mm -hmm. and it, like they just they meant so much to me in terms of you know all aspects of my life where coming out um musically being able to go and connect with a community that looked a lot like me which was nice um yeah because that they were I think my first major exposure to the queer community mm -hmm. and 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 all of that um uh. So it's still, so even, even if I, for some reason, like disconnect from their music or whatever, like that time period is still very special to me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny how I don't like to use the word celebrity or famous because I, it just depersonalizes like, cause they're, they're people. So like you said, even if you don't, if you, you know, stop listening to their music, which probably won't happen, but even, you know, even if you do, um, you can still appreciate them as people and I think a lot of normal not normal people but a lot of um just like the general public doesn't really see like artists or well-known people as people they only yeah. like there's some people that'll be like oh Tegan and Sarah like I don't like them because I don't like their music it's like but they're people and like what it's just they don't they're what they're presenting to the world and who they are aren't necessarily the same people like most well-known artists basically put on a their public face you know like <laughs> they're yeah 
the reason why I'm smiling right now is because creepily, um, by the way, in, creepily in, smiling in my group chat. In my group chat this morning, um, they're talking a lot about the Paris Hilton documentary that just came out. Um, have you heard of this? Is it the um, Jake Yancey one? No. The like when you say Jake Yancey, are you? Because I'm talking about so Paris Hilton put out a documentary this morning. Oh, she put out a documentary. Yeah, no, no, she put out a documentary okay. this morning. That's why I was confused. I was like, is he the director? Like, no, he does, um, he's a YouTuber, and he will, um, he does, he does, like, a lot of drag race stuff, but he just recently got a separate YouTube channel, and he calls it, I think it's, like, Deep Dive, and he will go deep into, like, um, like, he just covered, like, the Paris Hilton story. Like, he dug deep into, like, the Nicole Richie and Paris relationship, and, like, he just, like, gets, he just kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah, like investigative yes. YouTubeism. Yes, yes. He's he's a, that's um, that's his official title. Title. Um, he's an investigative investigative YouTubeism instead of jur- instead of journalism. It's YouTubeism. Yes. Um, no, this is like a Paris Hilton made documentary um, about about like her. I don't know much else aside from the fact that like she put on this like you know stupid blonde personality. Mm-hmm. To, to, like, present to the public and had the fake baby voice and, and all of that. And, like, I'm, I am actually very intrigued by that level of putting on a persona and putting on an act um, where, I mean, look, she is an incredibly smart business person. Like, the fact that she stayed relevant for so long. Right. There's also the fact that, like, she is an heiress to, like, the Hilton fortune, which definitely helps. Um but I put her in the same category as, like, a Kim Kardashian, right? Um, although Kim Kardashian, it's, like, a whole different story where, like, the Kardashians weren't, like, really in the public eye until the O.J. Simpson the, case. Yeah, the O.J. And then, mm-hmm, and then, you know, Kim puts out that, or and she didn't put out the sex tape, but, like, the sex tape comes out, and then now they're just, like, jet-launched into stardom and have the reality shows, and now you've got, like, basically, like, a multi-billion dollar empire from this one family yep. um and you know I'm, I'm sure kim kardashian i think is is like a genius for just how she's like marketed everything and you know maybe some of the decisions that she makes is un- are unethical but um but she's making money man that's the th- they're making so much money that's the thing with people who make money from doing stupid shit it's like how fucking genius is that though you are literally making bajillion dollars from just not doing anything. Like, how fucking smart is that? Like, Yeah, what? like, when people are like, oh, she's so stupid. It's like, nah, man. She's, she's brilliant. She's the one that's raking in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, she's bringing in so much cash because you can't look away. But also, like, 90% of that is, is pure luck, you know? It just, she happened to be right, born into the yeah. right family at the right place at the right time. Like, it, it's, that's pure luck but also um if she was dumb if the family you know because it's not just her it's the entire family if they were dumb they'd be like no like i don't we don't want cameras in our house like we don't want to do that that's like we don't want to um put our family through that but they're like yeah no yeah come on in like if we can make money from this definitely like that's genius yeah it's like it's something that really can't be replicated right right i mean i don't support so in terms of those those kinds of people like 
not that like I don't know anything about Kim, I don't know anything about the Kardashians. I don't know their names. I just you know Kim because she's like obviously the most well known of the Kardashians. I know that all their names mm-hmm. start with K's. Like I don't know nothing. I don't care. Um, so like I don't really have like an opinion. Like I just don't give a fuck. So like I don't. Yeah. I just know that like um, even if they are putting on a, this persona, it's like. But I mean, they're making money from it, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not making any money, so. <laughs> I'm like, no one, no one's listening to this podcast right now. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, whatever. But um. Yeah. So it it is. It's good to like, because like it's weird when you meet, when you meet again. I'm not going to use the word celebrity or famous because I just I don't like those words. They just it just makes them seem like not people. But like when you meet someone who's like really well known. Um, most people like lose their shit. Like when I met Paula Abdul for the first time, like I didn't, I was, I think, well, I was also very young and extremely starstruck. I think she was the very first person that I met that I was extremely well known. Um, so I was like super starstruck and I was also very young and I didn't, my brain wasn't like, um, like I understood that like, oh, she's just, she's just a person, but like, you really don't get it until like you like meet someone and they're like and you're like oh okay you really are just a person it's like I just feel like some, that doesn't click with some people some people just don't yeah. really get that and it's like okay but like they they have the same thoughts that you do they get embarrassed they feel inadequate they you know they have self-esteem issues like they like they're really just, they have all the same feelings that you do so just right. treat them like a person <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's kind of hard to like balance it out too because like there's almost like an unfair playing field when you go to meet somebody that you've been listening to for like a decade or whatever. Like, you know so much about that person mm-hmm. and they don't know anything about you yep. potentially um, unless you've been on the scene for a really long time. Um, when you were talking about this, I was trying to think of like the first, you know, um, the first like person who I, I think she, she wasn't like very well known at this point. Um now she's a little bit more well-known, but it's not like a, um, you know, United States general public knowledge. Um, she's big in Canada, but the, you know, the first, you know, quote unquote famous people are like musicians that I, I really like that I met. Um, so lights was one of the first ones. I love her. Um, I'm still listening to her even what I think I started listening to her around the age of like 16, 17. So a decade later, um, oh, so you I'm are around friends. 26 or 27? You'll never know. I'm going to die with the secret. I'll give you hints, but you'll never know the exact age I am. Um, maybe I stopped listening to her for a year. You don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... So, the first time that I was meeting Vance was at Warped Tour. Um, rip Warped Tour. Yeah. Um, rest in pieces there like like that that whole day that I went um I went to go see lights who at that point had like I think was just starting to show off songs from the listening um all she had out was the EP and she was super nice she was super gracious she's not that much older than I am um so like my age is that maybe a couple years older than you (laughs) I will die with my secret (laughs) um um but 
so like we're within like the same the same age range um and she's super nice you know she's super gracious and I remember that day I had you know this was like way back when we didn't have smartphones you know so like my shitty Verizon NV like one or two or the rip. or like the Verizon Octane rip both of those <laughs> phones um like the picture quality was shit and my phone didn't actually save the picture. So I remember like there was a huge line to meet her again. So like she actually let us come back in the line to retake the picture. Um, it was super nice of her. And then, you know, other people that I met that day include Megan Dia, who recently started putting out new music again and they're wonderful and they were both very nice as well. And then there was another band that I met that was not so nice. And I don't think, I don't think they're really putting out music anymore. It was this kind of like, you know, just the the vibe of Warp Tour, this pop punk feel. Um, it was a band called Versa Emerge, and the lead singer, she was so rude. She was like so she was so rude. Um, where I know that sometimes people are having a bad day, which like there are some stories that I have where, you know, maybe some of the people weren't in the best mood, but she she was just like mean. Um, where I showed up to the tent, I was there with um, one of my siblings and their boyfriend, and. Like, we went up to the tent, and I and I had their CD, and I, like, asked if, if they could sign it. Um, and there were four members of the band. The three members of the band were like, oh, yeah, and, and do you want a picture? And they were super nice. And then the lead singer, she was like, oh, the signing doesn't start for another hour. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like... At that point, like, that was, like, the rest of the band was so nice because, like, she was being super rude to me. Um, and I got pictures with everybody else. Uh, I don't know where the CD is. I'll have to see if she actually signed it or not. Um, and I can't remember if I, like, came back later and had her sign it or something. But, yeah, my, my older sister was, like, like, really loudly, like, did that, like, loud whisper type deal when we were walking away. And just said, wow, she's such a bitch. Good. I hope she heard her. Yeah. Yeah, I... Like, again, I, it's like, I hesitate to be like, oh, she's mean. She's a mean person. It's like, maybe she was having an off day, but like, and it, it was like hot out and, and all of that. But like, I don't know. It's hard because I, I want to empathize with her as a person. But then again, like if somebody's really excited to, to meet you and this is the, the reaction you're going to have, like... I mean, it, it just kind of hurts because, like, being a teen and, like, having that be one of my first experiences meeting a band that I liked, it, it just kind of sucked. See, that's another thing, too, though, because people... Okay, so I definitely empathize with, you know, the whole they are people, too, and maybe they're just having a bad day. But also, this is a profession that they chose, and part of that job, it's basically, like, customer service, you know? So if you go to you know, Target and you go up to the cashier and the cashier's a wicked bitch. It's like, your job is just to be nice. Even if you're having a bad day, like, just be nice because, especially when you're, like, a musician or a well-known person because these people, yes, you get it all the time. People tell you that they love you and you're like, okay, I get it. Like, you love me, like, whatever. And, like, I'm so over it. But even if you have to pretend, pretend. Like, it's your job. This is literally a profession profession you chose you chose just chose this life for yourself so just be nice like it's i understand like having a bad day and just like being completely over it sucks but like if you have to fake it fucking fake it like it's yeah i especially when it's like teenagers or like kids it's like 
this is all like yeah. all like if you you might be the only person that they look up to or that they have in their life to like whatever and if you're a dick then you're gonna like ruin that child yeah I, it's like it's like i get that perspective too but i mean i don't know sometimes it's hard to fake it, it like is. if you're having like a really bad time like the last last few weeks have been absolutely hellish and i've probably been like like a semi nightmare to my partner yeah. I, I apologize <clears throat> yeah, for that to my partner if she is listening. <laughs> Sorry, um, but but like I you know between having problems at work and having my car hit and my phone was starting to overheat to the point where like it was turning off while I was sleeping. Um, like sometimes you just like really can't hold it together. It's it is tough, but if like I do like I do get both sides of it, and that's my biggest problem in life is being like an empath and like being too understanding. So I'm always conflicted with like everything, <laughs> especially in like relationships. I'm like, but I understand. So I'm, I'll let it go. But like, it's, I don't know. It's like, <clears throat> cause I listen to a lot of, um, just like celebrity interviews or just like podcasts and stuff. And you know, they basically all say the same thing. Like, <sighs> I don't really know what I'm trying to say. It's just like you, even if you're really just not feeling it, because especially if you've been in the business for like years, like let's say you're um, like Tom Cruise, like he's been in the business for like fucking a million years. You know, people come up to him and they're like, oh my God, I love you so much. I love you so much. And it's like, I'm sure like, you know, maybe he just had a really bad day and people are like fucking crying and like throwing themselves at him. Like that, I can be, I can see being like, really tough but also like it's like what you signed up for yeah it's like, like part of it's like part of what you've decided to do with your life right but yeah like I have a hard time with with like seeing both sides of that where it's like yeah like I signed up to do this this thing but sometimes it, it's a lot well like, you don't have to be like extremely nice just don't be a dick you know it can be like oh okay like yeah. thank you like I appreciate it but like I, I gotta like I'm busy or like you know, like, don't be rude. There's a, you can be yeah. not necessarily the most cheerful or, like, um, gr um, grateful person without being a dick about it, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, while there is probably, like, an agreed-upon level of not being a jerk to somebody, someone might interpret something as being a jerk thing That's like true. what you just said where it's like oh I have to go I'm busy somebody might be like what you don't have time for your fans yeah yeah like like it might get misinterpreted as as like you know being a jerk or whatever I think even like yeah it depends on like how the person who's throwing themselves at you takes it because I think if someone even if someone is just like you know, trying to get away from me, and they're like, oh, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, but I gotta go, like, at least they said thank you, and wasn't like, get the fuck away from me, you know? Yeah. That's just, like, I don't know, because I haven't had any, like, bad experiences with meeting, like, well-known people. Um, there was, like, one, one time, like, when I met Lucius, and they were, like, they weren't, like, extraordinarily nice, but I was also very drunk, and was just, like, yeah, they guess that, like, so... Like, it wasn't, like, they weren't rude, but they weren't just like, oh my god, like, thank you so much, you know? Like, they were just, like, people dealing with yeah, someone who's... deal with a very drunk person. Yeah, you know, it wasn't, like, <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, it just, it's so weird, and I don't know. I don't know how we got yeah. on this conversation. 
I mean, we basically got into this conversation based on, like, people's outward personas and dealing with, you know, having to meet people and not being a jerk. Yeah. Um, I had, like, one other experience with a band that I really like, um, so I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say who this was, where it's, uh, two sisters in a band, um, and I went to go get my record signed because they were the opener that night, um, for Against Me, I think, was, was who they were opening for. And I went up and I was like, oh, like, I saw you guys before. Um, this one sister has been extraordinarily nice, extraordinarily nice to me every time that I've met her. The last time that I saw her, um, we spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out what Cher's star sign was <laughs> and talking about how wonderful Cher is. Like, she, like an absolute sweetheart. Um, but her sister, um, when I went up to get uh, my record signed, um, I was talking about how I had seen them play a smaller venue before. And one of them had like broken like three guitar strings throughout the show. And I was very impressed by it. And we were talking about it and we couldn't agree on what it was. And so she was being kind of rude about it. Like, oh, like, I don't think it was that show. I think it was this show. And I was like, I, I might be wrong, but I think it was this other show. And we ended up arguing while she was signing my record. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm always, like, really conflicted because, I mean, she did just get off stage and, and all of that, so it might not have been, like, the prime time uh, to speak with her about it. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't want to, I don't want to dunk, I don't want to dunk on them because they're, they're very good musicians and it could have been, like, an off night. Um, yeah, also, I think yeah, doing for... meet and greets after the shows are always a bad idea because, because they are people and they're exhausted, they're sweaty, they have, they just used 90% of their energy on stage and now you when you do meet and greets like that takes from I don't I'm not a fucking famous person so I don't know but like from my understanding like it takes so much energy because you're like the the people who are there to meet you are pulling all the energy out of you and you have to and the, their energy is so like um I guess high strong so it's like you kind of match energies and it's it's exhausting so to play a show yeah. and then do a meet and greet is always just such a bad idea just do it before the show like <laughs> just do it before. yeah i mean i've i've seen like mixed mixed results with it um the tegan and sarah meet and greets because i like started seeing them around the time that they were on the sainthood heartthrob actually no it was, it was the con sainthood um area of things they started to sell passes to a meet and greet before the show which like, while it kind of sucks because that's, like, a, a bar put up against, like, people who might not have the, the money or the capability of getting those passes at the time that they go on sale because they sold out, like, so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's just, it that kind of sucks, but, I mean, that's kind of why they do it is to put up some kind of, like, a, like a, a, a barrier to entry so that way they aren't dealing with, like, a thousand people coming to try to meet them exactly, um, yeah. before the show. It's, it's like it's like a lesser of two evils. And so like, then they have all the power to organize it and to have it the way that they want to. So the, the Tegan and Sarah uh, meet and greets that I've gone to have been before the show and it's very well organized. You know, you line up, you got a little pass. They, um, they're very smart in how they approach doing the meet and greet. Cause I, I was in line the first time that I met them I was in line, I think it was, like, maybe, like, the 20th person in line, so I got to watch, like, how they would approach people and, like, talking to people, and what they would do is they would, um, like, look at, like, what, what you were wearing and try to find some, like, level of commonality, right? So when I went to the show, I was wearing a Now Now band t-shirt, 
Um, and so when I went up to say hello to them, um, they structured it in such a way that like, if they had met you before, um, they, like, they weren't like, oh, it's nice to meet you. They said, oh, it's good to see you. Because then, like, if they've met you before, then they didn't accidentally just insult you by saying, oh, it's nice to meet right, you. Right, yeah. And you having to correct them, um, which is very smart. And then, yeah, so then we talked about the band Now Now for a little bit because, you know, they, uh, both Tegan and Sarah, listen to Now Now. Like, what a very easy conversation to have with somebody. And then it's like, nice to see you, goodbye, and then you leave. Yeah. Um, and they kind of did that same format the second time. Um and we're just, yeah, they're, they're very nice people and it was very well structured. Um, and you know, there are some people that I've met after the shows, um, Japanese breakfast is an excellent example of this. Uh, when she was touring a couple of years ago, she would be out after the shows selling merch, taking pictures and talking. And, you know, I, I had like a lovely conversation, um, with Michelle's honor, um, I, it's, it's so hard because like, I think she's referring to now the band as Japanese breakfast when at first it was just her project. So I have a, a hard time like switching between the two still. Um, but Michelle's honor, super nice. Like we talked about her tattoos. We're talking about my tattoos. Um, she, you know, had just been like, it had just been announced that she was scoring the video game Sable. So like we were talking about that for a little bit. She was a delight. Like, so I think it really depends on on the person. Yeah. Um, I will say with my very limited knowledge of the music industry that for certain shows, um, so you might be like waiting a little bit for for musicians to come out after the shows. Um, a lot of the times, like right after they get off stage, they're they're talking to like press people, mm-hmm. like they're like they're talking to um, people who like came to the show. To, to see them, but, like, were invited by, like, their press people yeah. and whatever, and, like, their PR person, which I didn't know that until um, a couple of years ago when uh, a friend of mine took me to go see Lights, and she was friends with Lights' PR person, um, and, yeah, uh, like, she was just, like, Lights would come out and say hi to, to those people that came to see her um, that, like, were there through some various connection. Um, so, fun facts for everybody. <laughs> just a little schooling for the kids. Um, little tidbit. Can, I just want to rewind a little bit um, because I want to know, because I'm gay, and I want to know what you were feeling when, like, the first time, the first time you met Tegan and Sarah, like, the first time you met, because, I like, you love Japanese breakfast, and, like, you love Mitsuki, like, yeah. but, like... I haven't met Mitsuki, I want to. I thought you did, no shit. Dude, no, she, like, doesn't come out after shows, as far as I know. Um, no, I haven't met Mitsuki, and that's, like, probably... It's really hard, because, like, when I think through people that I would like to meet, it's really hard to figure out, like, how that conversation would go, because, like, what am I gonna do? Just walk up to Mitsuki and tell her I love her, and then walk away? Right. Like, <laughs> like what, is that, what does that exchange look like? It is, it yeah, is like, a weird... It is a weird thing, like, loving somebody so much, and then when you meet them, you're just, like... It's, like, you don't know how, like, you don't know what to say to them because, like, basically what everything you're feeling is something that they've already heard before. And it's, like, you right. I know for me, like, when I met Brandy, I didn't want to be, like, I love you so much. Like, you're everything. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, I had a very hard time, like, like, I, I rehearsed the conversation in my head before I met her. So it wouldn't be weird. But then, like, after the conversation, like, after the rehearsed part was over. I did it. I ran out of 
like I didn't I didn't plan an exit strategy yeah, so I just right. kind of ran away because I didn't I was like I'm gonna get really awkward and which is like fine though because like she's a super awkward person too like she had this interview yeah. and she was talking about when she met Lady Gaga for the first time and she was like yeah she was like half naked and she came in my trailer and like I I was really awkward and we just talked about how I was such an awkward lesbian and then like, <laughs> that's, that's very good <laughs> <laughs> because she's so weird and awkward too but um yeah, I wanna I wanna back up to um, like what were you because you were young when you met Tegan and Sarah, right? Like you teenager, early twenties, yep. whatever. Um, yeah. And they have met a lot to you. Like at that time, like they were like they met. A sh- I mean, they still mean a lot to you, but like, like what? Like were you like extremely nervous, like waiting in line? Were you like did you keep your cool while you were talking to them? Like how how did that go? Well, the fact that I don't feel incredibly embarrassed about how it went years later means that it probably went pretty well. <laughs> like, you know, when you have those moments of like, you're just kind of like sitting around doing something and then all of a sudden your brain's like, Hey, you remember that one time and you got really embarrassed? Yeah. How that, do you remember that time? And then you're just like, what? She's like, why did my brain do that to me? I was having like a pretty good day and now, now. I feel embarrassed for something <laughs> that happened like five years ago. Um, but I, I think that, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what I was feeling. I was probably, like, really anxious and really nervous, but really excited. Mm-hmm. I probably rehearsed what I was um, going to say to them. I think that in that first meeting, I mentioned that, you know, I was a big fan and that I brought my mom to the shows. Uh, my mom, like, really loves you guys, too. Um, and, and just talking about, like, now, now. It, it's really hard because, like you said they've probably heard like every iteration yeah. of I love you and your music and you mean so much to me. Um, and it's really hard to try to figure out a way of saying something to that extent in an individual like way. Yes. Like make um, it, make it your way. own. Yeah. Right. Um, how many times yeah, whenever... have you met them like all together and do they recognize you? Um, I think, I think I've only met them a couple of times just because they limit access. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're so big now that, you know, it makes sense that they would limit access to them. Um, and they're like at the point in their career where like they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Like, like they, they can just choose not to do meet and greets because it's exhausting yep. and that's understandable. Um, yeah. So I've only met them a couple of times. Um, and both, and both times were good. The first time I was by myself, and then the second time, it was the same tour. Um, or it was touring for Heartthrob, maybe like a year later. But I got passes, and um, I met them with actually like two of my friends. One of my friends who had literally like never listened to the music and just wanted to be included. It was very funny. So, so I had bought, I remember this, I bought a pass for myself. And then my friend bought two passes and was like, oh, I guess I'll just sell the other one. Because we were basically, like, just scrambling to make sure we had enough passes to go and do the meet and greet and whatever. Um, And my friend um, was like, oh, I'll buy the pass off you. It was, like, summertime and we hadn't seen him in a while. And he just, again, he just wanted to be included. So we went and we did this meet and greet together. And it was really funny because, like, Tegan and Sarah are, like, 5'2". They're very short. Um, and my friend is like over six feet tall and he's just like this very tall gangly person. And the picture is so funny because like he, like he didn't, 
like, he was in the middle of the picture, and he didn't actually, like, put his arms around them. Like, he, like, put his arms around them without touching them, so it looks like he's, like, about to jet launch into space. Like, he looks like a rocket, <laughs> and it's very funny. It's one of my favorite pictures. Um, and, yeah, so with, with having, like, that whole group there, I can't remember what we were talking about, but um, Tegan said that we were very funny and very entertaining, um, and we got some good chuckles, so <laughs> that, it was, that was a very fun time. Um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, both, both times were, were good experiences. I didn't die of embarrassment or anything. Good, it, yeah. was, it was very good. Cause it yeah. is hard. Like when you love somebody so fucking much and then you finally meet them and it's like, you, you gotta not be weird because you're going to ruin the moment. <laughs> you know? Right. Like you have to try so, you have to try so hard to not be like a total creep or whatever. Um, I can't, like, I can't really think of any time where I've like desperately embarrassed myself in front of a, a musician that I've really liked. Um, most of the times have been, have been pleasant experiences. I do have to say that one of my favorites um, was when I met Haley Kiyoko. Oh yeah, that was, um, what, last year or the year before? Really, <laughs> yeah, it was a couple years ago. It was really good. She was very nice. Um, I was wearing some Tegan and Sarah merch. Like, another thing, like, going into these, like, meet and greets and whatever, like, Naturally, I picked the Tegan and Sarah shirt on purpose because I know that she's a big fan mm-hmm. and they're a big fan of hers. So it's a conversation like, I just starter. To... Right. Like just just making an attempt to have the conversation be as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Like you can very clearly see that I've got a Tegan and Sarah shirt on. And at that point, like I had my Tegan and Sarah tattoo. Um, and so like, you know, we start the conversation. There's this really great picture where you know, they, they took, um, at this meeting group, they took, like, multiple pictures throughout us, like, having, like, a little conversation and stuff, so she sees the Tegan and Sarah, um, hoodie that I'm wearing, and it's like, oh, like, Tegan and Sarah, I absolutely love them, I was like, yeah, me too, um, the, the tattoo on my arm, um, Sarah drew on a postcard that she sent me, and then the picture captured her reaction to it, and it is very good, it's a very good picture because her mouth is just like agape. Yeah. Looking at my arm. Yeah, I love that it's photo because like funny. you are looking down and pointing at it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's that photo when you're just like looking, you're like pointing at the tattoo, and she's just like so excited about it. Yeah. So my tattoo, lesbian Jesus approved. <laughs> it's great. And the memory's caught on, like the memory got caught on camera, which is like so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. It's just so nice to have. But yeah, I I feel like I've had mostly good experiences, which makes me feel very, um, very confident in the the music choices that I've made, because, yeah. you know, I think we've talked about this previously, where, like, if we like the music and we like the people, we tend to like the music more, mm-hmm. because we like the people. Yep, exactly. Um, what about, um, so, I know you've followed Japanese Breakfast a lot, and you've followed the lights a lot. Do, I know Jap, um, Michelle, recognize it like she knows you by name right like you guys can basically just be friends like pretty much pretty much like I mean like it's really hard because I I feel like they meet so many people Mm -hmm. the one the one person who I know like had recognized me from multiple shows um when I was in my teens was light um because there was one time where I met her, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if you remember me. And she's like, yeah, and went through and listed every single show she's seen That's at. awesome. Which was wild. But then, like, once I cut all my hair off and dyed it, um, like, the dis- like, the disconnect happened. Yeah. Um, where now I feel like, um, I mean, when music comes back and whatever, <laughs> when, when live shows happen again, um, where, like, now, because my, my 
haircut is like so distinct and whatever it'll be easier for her to remember but she'll probably never make that connection back yeah unless she sees me so like um my group of friends is like you know big lights fans to the point where um so we started doing like game nights every friday and then there was one time when i started doing these game nights um that we were celebrating someone's birthday and that someone just dm'd lights gave her the zoom link was like hey you can stop in if you want um and she did she actually showed up (laughs) (laughs) um so lights was on the zoom chat with us and i think that was like one of my favorite parts of of quarantine because if it wasn't for the pandemic and for for the quarantine happening she would have probably been too busy to to pop in and and do... So for my friend's birthday, she was doing, like, a lights-specific quiz about, like, her career and stuff. And so she pops in. She actually... She wasn't winning, which is the funniest part, is that lights was not winning at her own quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She did pretty good, though. She was doing, like, pretty well before she left. But, yeah, she was on for for a little bit. We were all a little bit starstruck. Nobody did anything weird, thank God. Thank God. Um... But yeah, it, it was just like, she's so, she's so cool. Like, she's so chill. Um, and she posted about it on her Instagram and stuff that she had dropped in. But but yeah, like, I think that at this point, if I went to a show and showed up with some of these people from this group, that I'd probably get recognized more easily. Yeah. Um, but again, having that disconnect uh, with, like, the change in look and feel <laughs> to, my, to my person, yeah. to my vibe... Um, it might be a little bit, a little bit difficult to, to put that together. I feel like maybe they like loosely recognize you, um, when you go, when you go see them enough mm-hmm. times. Like I think I've gone to light to meet and greets before and after shows like at least ten times, and there are some people that I know who have like done like maybe five times that, and those are the people that get very easily recognized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know um, when I saw. When I this was last year, um, we went to Vermont to see Brandy. Um, we had some of the um, people come back from the meet and greet, and I was like in a special line because I have a a Bramley membership, so I get an early entry. Even if I'm not VIP, I'm still I'm like a step below VIP, even if I don't get a VIP package because I'm part of the group. But um, some of the VIP people VIP people came back and from their meet and greet, and. Um, they were like, oh, like Brandy, like, re- like, you know, she called me up by my name and like knew my name and like remembered me because it, once you, if you just go see someone so many fucking times, like they're eventually gonna like, you know, like, be like, Hey, what's, what's up? What's up, Bob? Hey, creeper. Nice to see you again. <laughs> Love the haircut. <laughs> Penny. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's so weird because. It, it I think it depends on the artist too because I, I don't know I'm not necessarily saying so artists don't care but some of them care a lot and I, I, I've heard Brandy say multiple times like like I can look out into the audience and recognize so many faces and I've seen you guys through you know all of these years and I like you know I'm so thankful for your support and like you know still coming to the shows after all this time because she's been making music since like fucking 2002 or 2003 something like that So it's, like, so cool to, I don't know, just, like, have people support you through, like, a bajillion years and they're your people. But, um... Right, yeah. I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot because I got distracted by a cat, as I do. As one does. Every (laughs) podcast. Every podcast. I get distracted. I was gonna say, at least, like, the last three or four podcasts, which is, like, basically every single one we've done. Yeah. Um... 
Listen, Penny just needs her time to shine. She does. This is the Penny show. This is the Penny show. Hi, babies. Um, But yeah, I, so I actually have to get my eyebrows done and my birthday eyebrow. Please don't step on the laptop. Um, And I got to get dressed and ready. So I was wondering if there's anything that you want to um, just kind of mention or um, put in before we close this shit out. Um, Mitski, if you're listening, I still love you. <laughs> um, I will say that, like, yeah, I, meeting, meeting and greeting with musicians is, um, I mean, you know, I've, I've met, like, a wide variety of the, the people that, you know, whose music that I love, um, and for the most part, it's been positive, and I, I think that, you know, that phrase goes, like, don't meet your heroes, you probably should, just in case they are terrible. <laughs> yeah, actually, RuPaul says that all the time, that he, when he goes to, like, because, like, he's won, like, fucking the shit ton of Emmys and stuff, he says when he, like, goes to the, like, the Emmys and stuff like that, he doesn't approach people because he's afraid of them being assholes. And he's, like, wicked sensitive, so he doesn't want to, he's like, I don't want to ruin that fantasy. Like, I want the what I perceive of them in my head to stay that way, just in case they're dicks. Because, like, someone like Madonna, who's a complete asshole, like... You know, like, if you love Madonna so fucking much, don't meet her, because she's going to be mean. She's mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't. That, that reminds me of, um, so there is a, one musician in particular um, that I, I, like, stopped supporting her directly, like, via Patreon and stuff, just because I was talking to a friend of mine who actually was, I think, I think for this tour, she was working merch for this musician and my friend was like she is so self-centered and this is something that I've actually heard before from people that I don't know super well but hearing it from a friend she actually like my friend actually like apologized and was like oh I'm sorry if like this isn't something you want to hear and I was like no 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 please tell me because I need to know that the people that I'm supporting financially like if they're good people Mm. like I love I love this musician's music And I will probably still go see her shows and stuff, but, like, I'm not going to support her extra financially via Patreon or whatever. Right, or, like, merch and stuff. Yeah, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to to financially support her anymore because now I know that she's, like, just doesn't treat people well and does not handle controversy well. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so I, I do stand firmly behind, like, meeting your heroes, making sure that they're good people. It might ruin the fantasy for you, but you're going to be better for it later. And not have, like, stuck behind a person who, you know, treats people like garbage or, in this musician's case, does something racist and doesn't apologize for it. Lovely. That's something you always look forward to when you meet somebody. Yeah. Them being complete racist assholes. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I... Like, when I... I think a part of me was a little nervous when I met Brandy because I was afraid that what I thought she was, which is an amazing nice person which is what everyone says I was afraid that that wasn't going to be the case um but she was so fucking nice and like the nicest person I ever fucking met in my life and just like so grateful and like so like patient with me being like because I just like basically like hunted her down in Mexico and just like saw her walking and I like ran down a flight of stairs and like (laughs) 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 and then like casually walked up to her after I caught my breath Um, so she was, like, with her, like, she was with her wife and both her kids, like, she, like, she was, like, in the middle of, like, family time, and I just, like, stopped her and, like, was talking to her, but, like, 
like even like something like that like i interrupted like her i don't know where they were going like they were walking somewhere um with her family and she and i kept apologizing i'm like i'm so sorry like i know you're looking with your family but she was like no no like that's no like you're not like you're not at all like bothering me like she was just so nice and like i just still kept apologizing but (laughs) because i didn't want to be but don't you feel don't you feel better knowing that she is actually as nice as everyone was saying yes i feel so much better and like i know like that i'm supporting a good person and and that's a good feeling right which which is why, I, again, I stand firmly behind mm-hmm. meeting your heroes and basically vetting them for how they are yes. as people. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, meeting yeah, meeting your heroes is just, it can, it can go either way. So it's I've heard stories about people meeting their heroes and just it not going well, and I've heard other stories about how it went great. So it just, I guess, good luck. yeah good good luck all of you once shows start happening again yeah i don't think they're gonna um do i think they're gonna get rid of meet and greets for i think most people are gonna stop it doing it yeah i I think at least when when things start getting going again um it'll be a temporary pause on anything like that but i think that maybe in maybe like two to three years time we'll we'll have it we'll have it back as long as there's not another pandemic yeah hopefully we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um, but yep, for now, um, you can find us at anchor.boom <laughs> slash Someone who just like hops in. <laughs> someone who just hops into the podcast is going to be like, why did they keep saying boom? Um, and I know that I just like interrupted you, so I'll repeat it. Um, it's anchor.fm or foom, anchor.foom at, and then it's like a slash. <laughs> okay. Take three. Take three. Take three. Anchor.fm slash gay as in. Yes. And what is our email? Our email is gay as in podcast at gmail.com. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm so glad I, I'm so glad I didn't mess up. Because I always, like, I feel like I flip around to, like, which is which. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. People will get it. I also post the, um... In the description, I post the Anchor website and our Gmail account, so if they cool. can't figure it out, they can just go into the description, and it's right there for them. It's easy. Delightful. Quick and easy. Like your mom. Oh. <sighs> Don't be mean to my mom. <laughs> Love you, Mrs. Alex. <laughs> I, listen, that's not how names work. She doesn't have the same name as me because she's my mom. I know that that's like how it can work, but like this, that's not how it works in this situation. Let me have this, please. I'm not. I was like, I'm not Alex Jr. Let me have this. Okay, and I guess on that note, everybody just stay gay. Stay gay. Bye. Bye. Uh, how do I stop? Okay.